We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <coughs> <laughs> That's it, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. I don't think there's nothing I can do now to right my wrongs. I want to talk. This video was everything, wasn't it? Nice. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're tuned into Afterbus TV for Black Jesus Season 2. I am your host, Bam Erickson, and I would like to introduce the panel. Hey, guys, I'm Janisha John. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jimmy V. Yo, I'm Stefan Wallace. And in the After Buzz building, he plays the character of Jason. Please welcome Mr. Antoine Tanner. What up, what up? Hey, What's yeah. the word? What up, After Buzz? What up? Glad to be back, man. Glad to be back. I see y'all did the whole new thing with the studio. It's nice. Switched it up quick. Thank you, thank right. you. You know, we, you know. Always upgrading. I ain't mad at that. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and so let's get right into it. This is episode seven, Thy Neighbor's Strife. Um, so... To get money, Booney decides to shoot a music video. I am going to continuously ask this question until I see better. Why can't these grown ass men get a real job? <laughs> Lazy, I don't know, man. Hey, you know what's crazy? You know a lot of dudes like that. I know, you right? Do, yes. That's what's crazy. They, you know, they just like, man, ain't nobody hiring, man. It's just that they don't want to work. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it is. They, they, they want to get rich overnight. They want, right. you know, I got some homies that with the get rich you know get rich quick schemes and mm-hmm. yeah. see if I do it like this then I could do then I could bubble I could be making 300,000 a month you like no it, that don't work man you gotta work go to yeah. work get a job yeah. Yeah. and you have to be consistent yeah, and they're not consistent. They're not. It's like every week they have a new harebrained scheme. Right. Well, right. at least they're consistent with that. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Consistent. I like their format this year, though. Yeah. I like their format because the fans last year, they really liked, you know, when we was into into different stuff every week. And it was, you know, instead of like you have to watch to keep up with what was happening with the garden, if you missed the episode, yeah. then you would miss something. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But That's with true. this one, it's kind of like, you know, it's a way for us to gain fans, actually, because they could just drop into uh, one episode and go, oh, wait, hold on, what's this? Let me uh-huh. go back and watch. You know what I'm saying? They could sure. go back and catch up and, and figure out, like, what's happening instead of it being so, wait, I, I may have missed this little right, thing. Right. Who is he? Lost. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I like it this this way. Plus, Great. it's funner. It's yeah. a lot of fun. I can um, I can tell. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone shocked that Trayvon decided to go against Jesus and be a part of this, this scheme? Absolutely. When I, when I did first uh, see that, um, we all saw in his face when mm-hmm. Jesus actually speaks with him. You can just tell in his face that 
Jesus knew you let me down. And yeah. it was that at that point he was like, yeah, I really messed up here. Yeah, no, he, he uh, Jesus goes there. He's like Trayvon, give him the head shake. You know, that's the that's the parent, the parental disappointment. Right. You know, universally, and uh, yeah, Trayvon let me down. I mean, he's he's always the one that's you know on the straight and narrow. Following whatever Jesus says, so well he did get threatened because Booney kind of choked him up. Was like, yeah. tell her to tell her he's gonna be here. Yeah, <laughs> but even him being involved in it in the first place, I was like, you doing a video about bitches and hoes with Booney of every all think, people. I think for Trayvon, it was just him. You know, he looked like he he's in love with the camera and just like you know being creative. Yeah, he was so fascinated with that aspect. Do something, you know. Fun. He always he had that camera in season yeah. one. Remember, he was yeah. recording oh, everything. Yeah. 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 he was recording behind the scenes at the, the tech man. at the garden. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, I hope this comes back to bite Trayvon in the ass. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I, I actually thought that was going to be a part of sort of the, the life lesson of this one. I thought it was going to be, you know, it kind of had that um, when you tell one lie, it leads to another. another, when you, tell, another yeah. you know, that, that whole song from back in the day. I thought um, it just kept piling up on him. He, he started off with that, that lie about Jesus coming. Mm-hmm. And I figured it was going to get worse and worse and then just explode. But uh, it didn't go that way, so uh, we'll see. Maybe it comes back around. And so now the music video, the shoot, and I thought one of the funniest thing you. All- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. Always drop one-liners. You said, <laughs> "Wait, do y'all got bitches for the video?" <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it was it was so simple, but it was like, uh, how yeah. we gonna have a video called "Sad Bitches with No Bitches"? <laughs> That's True crazy. statement. That's right. <laughs> hey, right. And so then Callie, I'm sorry, not Callie. Maggie decides Maggie. to to do it um, to bring her friends, the bitches. Yeah. Uh, contingent upon it, Black Jesus shows up. Yeah. So now we get to the video shoot, and uh, everything is going okay until that goddamn Shalinka shows up. <laughs> Shalinka, I love Shalinka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Shalinka character. I like her character. I like I like her I like her acting, but Shalinka the character, I can't stand Shalinka. <laughs> like if I had if my baby mom was like that, I would Ooh. kill myself. I, I would go crazy. Oh my god, I cannot stand Shalinka, but just I'm sorry. She's go perfect ahead. for Booney though. It's 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 everything you would expect as an offshoot of who Booney is. You know, he's got to have that type of girl. She ain't going to be, you know, fly and cool and go with the flow. She got to interrupt everything. Everything. I mean, she literally drives into the set, you know, and then demands to be in the video. And then wants to direct the video. Right. That's right. She then she wants to be the lead. Boy, she don't want to be the side bitch. She wants, she wants to be, to be the, the main, main bitch. The main bitch. That's right. It's my baby daddy. I'm, I'm the main bitch. I mean, think about how, how realistic that is, though. Oh, like, my gosh. It's very... <laughs> I have no idea about it, so I, I can't say anything. Just be glad. Yeah. Anything right. Booney's involved in makes everybody, all, the whole crew, look like like uh, teenagers. Y'all yep. are always like giddy and giggly, and this is what we was doing, you know, Shalinka. We was so uh, it, it gets real like teen, like middle school. They cut some yeah. of that stuff because if you'd have saw some of the stuff that we actually shot, oh, that wow. just 
that they edited, oh my god, it was so funny. It was like, <laughs> but well, I can imagine between between Corey, I forgot the lady who plays Shalika, who's also a um, a comedian Dominique. as well as you. I can't. Uh, how how long did it take you guys to shoot that part? Man, we didn't care. It, it they went over and <laughs> over and over. That's why I said it was so funny because okay, you see, Jason, I it's, it's so over the top because I got cocaine in one hand, <laughs> I got I got weed in another hand, I got a gun and I got money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she's like, Jason, what the hell are you doing out here with with cocaine? Don't nobody sell drugs like that. You need mm-hmm. to go in the basement. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just the, the, her delivery. On yeah. how she like basically checking us. Like yeah. she's the one. How you just said like, why can't they get a job? She's the one who actually checks you and doing that because she know what it is you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. I, I just wish they would have kept some of the other stuff that they shot because it was so much funny oh my god uh, yeah, I hope yeah. there's just an outtake really quickly can you guys hear me and uh, Janisha can you hear me I don't think anyone can hear me yours is off okay you guys can hear me yes I can okay okay uh, so we'll work on that we'll keep going um, so <laughs> um, Black Jesus Arrives That's and right. you can tell what I really like about with this season is the fact that with the different episodes it is not like it's not one long story you really get to see the separation between Black Jesus and his disciples he is not, he's not, he's not pleased with his disciples. <laughs> right. He's not pleased. And you're starting to like black Jesus is slowly, but surely starting to get pissed off at these disciples because they are not acting right. And I'm just wondering if there's something, if there's going to be like an explosion, I'm not going to ask because I'm not trying to get you in trouble, but I feel something, dude. I don't know. I don't building know if, up. Yeah. I feel something building up. I feel like a breaking point because. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like it's a, it's kind of true to form. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus had moments where he was like, you know, couldn't you watch with me for one hour? You know, couldn't y'all just watch and pray? He was always having these kind of letdowns with the with the disciples around him. So I feel like it's it's just true. It's true to form. I don't know if there's going to be a, an explosion. I just think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah. My check, check. Yeah, oh, now you go. All right. They uh, won't y'all on the show. You're right. <laughs> I do. I do like the message about um, how Black Jesus told the side bitches and the the, the side bitches from bitches main <laughs> right. bitches. How he told them, you know, get some self respect. So I, I like the message and all that. What did you guys think of the actual music video? <laughs> if I'm being honest, if, be honest, be honest. Everybody, go ahead, share. Just go ahead, Stefan. It was okay. So it's it's. It was hilarious. <laughs> That's it. If you're if you're trying to take it serious, you got the wrong video. You're watching the wrong video. It was hilarious. It the way they they put together. I mean, you got uh, uh, Maggie on the on the uh, top level with like an AK-47. <laughs> Who is she killing? I, so they're protecting the. She was protecting the sides. That was protecting the. It was and the big mom was just killing everyone. It was like <laughs> confusion. And when and Shamika was like, "Bitch, I wish you fall off the roof." If you want to make, if you want to make, I like you. She said, "I'm just trying I'm to be nice. Me. If you're trying to be nice, drop fall your ass off that balcony." Mm-hmm. It's just it's insanity. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of chaos, mm-hmm. but it's like organized chaos <laughs> in this. 
Who's they was they was twerking on the side of the the uh, the, uh, the car I, for no reason. For no reason, it wasn't nothing. It, 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 the, the video is pointless. Right, it means nothing. It's nothing just, matches. It's just a parody of everything that it, in every video they just combine every video, put it together. They it's like a mash. They're drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like right. gangsters and guns with no plot. None at all. <laughs> Sounds like all music videos. Right. Yeah. And did you peep? How Booney had the sweatsuit and the chain like he was in LL Cool J's on Bad Video. No, I did. Yes. I gotta go back to it. I gotta see it again. I was rushing through it. I mean, I thought he was gonna jump on Mrs. Tootie Porch and be oh, like, oh, God. bad bitches. <laughs> it had nothing to do with nothing. nothing. Like, what does side bitches have to do with drugs, money, and guns? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> and a shootout. It was just like. It's, it's, I, when I read it, I said, I can't wait to do this episode. Because <laughs> so, you knew it was going to be just It's straight. so pointless, but I knew it was going to be funny. Real quick, before we get into the other storyline, what's going on with Jason and Diane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if I could tell you. Well, see, I, I know what it is. Is Jesus is basically saying that God is, is teaching us a lesson. Mm-hmm. He's not letting stuff in my life happen right and not letting stuff in her life happen right, you know, because she had to, went out on the little blind date and stuff like that. And nothing's happening right for both of us because we're apart. So he keep telling us that your message is God wants y'all to be together. Right. God wants y'all to be together. So I'm like, man, I know God can't hit me this bad. He got me doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And why am I doing this? Right. He cannot hate me this bad. You know, right. he's like, well, he, I should just go back with Diane. Well, see, that's what he wants you to do. And I'm like, but I'm so nervous. I'm scared of Diane. I'm, I'm the passive boyfriend who always hear her. She's just so passionate about her work that she's like, Everybody yeah. getting locked up, and everybody that she's talking about is like my crew. <laughs> and she got a gun too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so then, will you go on blind dates, or are you just waiting? Will we see you blind dates, or no? no we won't see that. Mm-mm. Okay, so we'll just see Jason just hanging out with Jesus, trying to find his way. Okay. Okay. That's it. He, but, he hanging out. So, but uh, in, in the I guess the dynamic with you and Diana, check, she kind of like the alpha, and you just need her to lead you. Yeah, Maybe back so. into it. Okay, I think so. She's so, she's the you know she's the one. How you say you know she knows she got a good brother who's a loyal dude. Yeah, but he just he can't get his stuff is. together. Yeah. And she yeah. like you know what? I could push you to have you know all she you got. She gonna clean me up. <laughs> okay. That's basically what she right. Got to clean. That's I, a good way to put it. I have to just be messy just for quick in the intro. When they're doing the um, when they're doing the the cast credits, there's a clip of you in the bed and Diane coming out of the bed like she's pissed. Is that shot for the sake of the intro, or is that something that we're going to see later on? And in, in, uh... that's a scene. All right. Okay. 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 That was actually a good scene too. <laughs> see, I have all my dialogue when I have Diane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When me and Diane is together, I talk a whole lot. Yeah. But when I'm with the fellas, I just kind of like, I'm the more sane one. Yeah. The one that's kind of more level head that kind of know we shouldn't be doing this. Right. right. I don't think they really have a clue that we should be doing this. So it's kind of when I say my one liners, it's like, hey man, look, I think we should, I'm the voice of reason. Because I mean, as far as the characters is concerned, you can't have everybody up here on the same plateau. It has right. to be levels. Yeah. You know, like somebody's here, like Booney's right here, Fish is over the top. And you know what I'm saying? And Maggie's like in between. And then you got Jason that's right here that's like, hey, be cool and then Trayvon is on the other side you know what I'm saying so it's like it's a good dynamic with everybody you know cause even with with, with Vic and Lloyd you still you know they both over the top but you know what I'm saying but you still gotta have that 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 sensible voice yeah and that's 
Oh, oh no, I was just um he did just mention uh fish. We mm-hmm. did not see him this episode. Was he shooting another movie? <laughs> no, they just had a you know, they they planted that everybody had a certain amount of episodes to do this season. Gotcha. Oh, okay. And so, you know, they was giving everybody their particular like like this episode might be about this like the right, next right. episode is uh, about Lloyd and you know what I'm saying and, gotcha and, and so like, he had a bye week uh, yeah <laughs> exactly pretty much speaking of Vic and Lloyd uh-huh. so well, yes, okay. Lloyd's wife comes back she want that old thing back okay <laughs> Bernadette which is actually ironically that's her real name Bernadette oh really I like oh, Bernadette okay. They were from Good Times. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't know she's still fine. Yeah. She's still fine. And so she finds Lloyd uh, by Jesus. She I wants him back. She wants him back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, does she even love Lloyd? What do you guys think about that? <coughs> I don't. <laughs> the she said. She said. Okay. She said that I want you back. First of all, she kissed him in the mouth. She patted the dirt on his back, and you saw, and you, and you, and you saw the dust. So she wants him back. She says that you know he's got his life back together. I'm not sure what that means, mm-hmm. but could she, does she love? I think she has an ulterior motive. I don't know. What I think yet. so too. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's something in the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's something in the water. I felt like that, but I was like, but what could it be? I mean, what did she see that made her feel like saying Lloyd's life is? Together, yeah, because he was in an apartment. Yeah, you right. see what Vic, she asked for a homeless man. Like, like, what? <laughs> this right. guy here, right? You mean the homeless man that stay in my house? It smells. I love that Vic introduced himself as Victor Hargrove. <laughs> that was the one of my favorite. Got the full name on. Now. I was like, yes, I'm Victor Hargrove. I was like, dude, Charlie Murphy, love him. Yeah. Um, I I thought it was real interesting how when, when they got. Lloyd's side of the story, he said he started drinking because of that breakup there. And yeah, the insecurity. Yeah. She's where he's at now, so maybe she was the root of everything. I, yeah, I mean, Vic smashed pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was, that was like a hole in one. <laughs> yeah. It was like, was it a day? Today? Was it the next day? Like the next day? So, <laughs> so question is, is Lloyd to blame for Vic smashing his wife because he chose to run away or should he handle the situation himself? I think Vic thought that they were over because Lloyd was like, no, you know, I, I don't want her and all this stuff. And then and then she says ex-wife. Yeah. So that's so, a little misleading. So you think that with that being said, do you think Vic had free reign to smash? No, that, that's your homie's girl. You don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that, you don't but do he kind of gave him the... the the, the, the guy code pass. I'm going to step out. Remember when Wait, he was what on, is that? First I'm of all. He out. gave him the guy code pass when he was walking down the steps and he was like, no, just tell him get they, rid of her. Yeah. Do what you got to do to get rid he of her. He didn't mean to smash, though. He went right back up there, smashed, and then all of a sudden had a big act. He started acting different when she came in. Like, you still here? Oh, I'm just trying to grab these papers. I got to roll. You know, and she was <laughs> yeah. like, huh? It worked. It got her up out of there. So... He felt guilty because he felt like he violated God code, but in actuality, he got a pass. Did it work? Or I was under the impression that when Vic said we're going to uh, confront, we're gonna we're gonna tell Lloyd what happened, she basically bounced because I get it now. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no. I want you back, Lloyd. I couldn't believe she was saying all that. I want you back, Lloyd. It was weird. It was like she was talking out of out of two sides. I mean, it was the, I want Lloyd back. Uh, why won't he come back to me? 
Vic was, you know, kind of saying he can't recognize a good good woman or something like that. He was trying to his run game. his little game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was, I don't know, she was going with it. So she was like playing both sides for a little bit. Yeah, she got arterial she's, motive. She's supposed think. to get smashed. I believe she, <laughs> I believe she has um, arterial motives mm-hmm. because... She drove off in a BMW. She looked like she had Prada glasses on, so she has money. Yeah. Uh, Vic, Vic used to have money, or or there's something. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a I'm a play I'm a play in my head a little bit and figure it out. But I'm gonna have a prediction before the end of this uh, episode okay. Okay. that something is something is brewing and that she's definitely coming back because she says I'll be back. Yeah. Nah, but she she ran out on Vic she though. Sure. She coming back. So, <laughs> she coming back? Okay. Okay, never mind, never mind. She coming back for some more. Because I'm like, what, where can the motive be with Vic? It can't be with Lloyd. Lloyd has nothing. True. To offer. And that Vic is true. Could be putting it down very nicely. She might want that again, but she. Uh, Just put it this way. There's definitely a twist. Okay. All right, all right. Okay, last question. Do you think Vic should tell Lloyd? The truth of what he really did. I think he needs to, because I. If you, you know what, uh, y'all about to mess with my prediction. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, I feel like there's always a there's there's a there's a moment, right? There's a moment when you can tell the truth, and if you let that moment pass, I don't think you can anymore. Because if you do, then you're gonna hurt it. Right. Either you should have said it right when Lloyd was like, "Listen, cool, we got rid of her." Lord, I gotta talk to you. What did I tell you earlier? What happens in the dark comes to light, right? <laughs> so it's gonna come out eventually. I feel like for anybody, it's better to hear it from the person than mm-hmm. to hear it, you know, to find out some other way. Yeah, so you I need agree to that. tell him. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think that. Should have said it right away. <laughs> I, I think if Vic wants to get rid of Lloyd, I think he should tell him. But does Vic want to get rid of Lloyd? I don't think that would be... Vic loves Lloyd now. Lloyd said, I'll make macaroni and cheese when when we go back upstairs. Two minutes. Two minutes. And Vic was with it. I don't think that's enough to get rid of Vic. I mean, to get rid of Lloyd, though. He might be upset for a little bit, but now he's like, okay, you owe me now. You smash my (laughs) wife. I'm going to be on your couch for the rest of the year. You know, whatever. But, yeah, I don't think that's going to get rid of Lloyd. My thing is, um, we all saw that Lloyd really wanted nothing to do with her. He just wanted her gone. Mm-hmm. So if he tells her this is what went down, I think he'll be like he'll be hurt at first, but then he's like, All right, she's off of my hands now, so mm. I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm there's, there's more to it. We already know. <laughs> there's more to it. Right. But um speaking of the character um Bernadette, her she played Thelma on Good Times. And what I thought was interesting was there's an episode on Good Times where Ned the Wino is basically Lloyd. And okay. so what happens is the wife comes and get, gets him, cleans him up, and brings him back home. Mm-hmm. So I thought that I was a Ned good spin on the comparison of Black Jesus, this episode, this storyline, huh. with uh-huh. Ned the Wino and now Thelma to uh, 30, 40 years later, yeah, yeah, yeah. doing the same episode, getting her wino hus- ex-husband like she did when she was a teenager in the yeah. time. So. I still look good doing I thought, it, I too. I thought that was cool. <laughs> Black don't crack. <laughs> and, then the la- and then the last thing, so uh, what do you guys think about Vic and uh, and Reverend Cleveland? So um, I thought that was probably one of the funniest scenes oh because... Oh, God, I love Reverend Cleveland. Yeah. Yes, I love <laughs> Reverend Cleveland, hilarious. too, because... So terrible, though. <laughs> What was it? It was pay your um 
Uh, pay your pay your sins. And I wrote it down. He said, "How much five hundred for what?" He says, "I love his face." Two. I'm. This is vulgar. Two fifty for head. Five hundred. Imagine though, and then you throw in an extra two fifty if you get the pass. You know, if that just so happens. Oh, um, you know, oh, it was hilarious what he said. Well, you know, I did something. He's like, Nick, I thought you was about to say you killed kill somebody. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all you did was kill some pussy. He like, man, I'm knocking down all my congregation. <laughs> he is hilarious. That that those that that new character is hilarious. Yeah, yes. I love yeah. Reverend Cleveland. Yeah. When I read it, I was like. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Can't yeah. wait to this season. Yeah. I also liked the whole church scene, although I there were some things I didn't like, but the overall the church scene and heist, I thought it was hilarious between the disciples, Black Jesus, uh Oh yeah. Th- that how, what was that like? I just really quickly, was that like uh was that like an all day process? Yeah, we filmed that all day. Mm-hmm. But but you know what? He's so good. Mm-hmm. You know, Keith David is so good that he he wanted to do that character and when he came in he just he just bit it you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. and every he had everybody's full attention like he was literally that preacher yeah. and everybody I mean they even cut stuff from that that was so fun like that was so funny like it was um, the scene where he came down he was like look at that look at that wig you got on you know <laughs> he was talking about and after he said you need to go find a meth addict you got it from and Charlie Murphy was like lace front nigga like was, like they went in like it was yeah. it was so terrible <laughs> <laughs> it was like, but it was so funny. Yeah, I was like, I "Oh my god, we gonna get so much flack from this episode." But it's hilarious. <laughs> and, but funny. it is. There are preachers that's like that. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Oh, so, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, we was laughing on set because everybody was like, "You know, that's crazy." You know, we even had some extras that was, you know, that I don't, you know, I'm a Christian woman. I don't know why I'm here. And it was like, but you came back day after day. <laughs> <laughs> so me, but you, you know, right, but, that sack money good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back, you know what I'm saying? But they were just like, oh, this is this is just over the top. This is just crazy. We like it's satire, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It's satire, but they're just, you know, they're basically just explaining some of the characters that you know in real life. I mean, yeah. you read every day about some of these mega churches and yep. these preachers got <laughs> jets and this and that and that you know what I'm saying and I know some of them it's just like hey but you know yeah. they don't it's not with those words yeah but it's the same thing yeah. <laughs> it's just PG-13 that's all it is I got a quick question what, what would you say overall is uh, one of your favorite scenes um, that you've shot for um, this this season um, well that episode the, the church scene was, okay. the church scene was really fun and um, it's one coming up um, which one is that it was on the tip of my tongue it's one coming up where we all do something. Oh, it's a uh, when uh, at Lloyd's um, at his wedding reception. Oh, hey, hey. oh, that's hilarious! Okay. Okay. Hey. Okay. That scene is Man. hilarious. Okay, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> that's hilarious. Thank no. you for that one. So uh, I guess he cleans I, up. I want to just discuss you really quickly. Um, I knew about I knew about Black Jesus uh, for some time, but then I didn't know you were actually in Black Jesus until uh, until I saw the trailer. And one of the things, confession. One of the things when I when I saw the trailer, and when I saw you. I said, well, damn, he finally looks over 21. Because you've been playing a high school kid for like 20 years. Wow. 
Long time. So 93, I believe um, you were in the client. You were in Sunset Park. And then you were mid-90s, Moesha. Moesha. Then you did Coach Carter in 2005. Coach, mm-hmm. I was Never. on top at the bottom of that. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> but I was on One Tree Hill for nine years. I was yeah. getting to that, too. I remember that. Um, that black don't crack. Yeah, I mean, black don't crack, but... Um, are you? Do you get typecast a lot? Of always playing the the young kid, or do you get tired of that? Not not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I, I I think we are, I might have more longevity mm-hmm. than a lot mm-hmm. of them because they actually typecast it. They look over forty because that's all they could do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I'm able to still you know get away with it, that means I still got a little bit you know God willing, I got a little bit long longer time than they yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? But. It's disappointing sometimes, like when you go out for certain roles and you really want, like you know, what I'm saying some of those, my, you know, those my, those medical shows, mm-hmm. Miami Medical, Chicago Med, like yeah. any of those. I try to go out, you know, for the doctor, and I know I get a performance, but you don't get it because they be like, oh, he just looks so young. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. Dougie Hauser, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but he's so good. Like, uh, maybe we could bring him on it. You know, the show is good. You like the show is gonna last. It'll pay you. Be it's one of those shows that keep on giving. It'll be on for years, but. Mm-hmm. You know, in all honesty, I I wanted to do Black Jesus because it had nothing to do with the money, you know what I'm saying, initially, because everybody was like, well, you know, that's not going to pay like the other shows. You know, you listen to your agents and managers and everybody tell you that. But when I, I've been in a business for a long time, and mm-hmm. the thing is, when you read certain projects, you know the projects. You're able to tell whether this is just going to be a check or whether this is going to be longevity, whether you're jumping into something that's going to be around for a long time and a show like Black Jesus will have what you call a cult following just like One Tree Hill had mm-hmm. no matter what time slot they put you on change the day put you later normally when, when networks do that they're trying to get you cancelled you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. they want to see if yep, you know you can do it but yeah. we got we got bumped from Thursday to Friday and our fan base is still there you know what I'm right, saying yeah. but One Tree Hill was going from Tuesday to Wednesday to Thursday to Friday to Saturday and maybe sometimes <laughs> Sunday and then they with no promotion yeah. we ain't really have no promotion or nothing but that fan base is still strong so we have one of those shows that a lot of people have watched for a long time it's groundbreaking it's new the controversy blew it up from the very beginning sure did exactly and you know it's one of those shows and, and when you go back and, and you look at it look at the chemistry of everybody you can tell everybody's happy everybody wants to go to work everybody likes to go to work because mm-hmm. everybody likes each other and it's a fun set to go to it's not just a job where you want to go to and then you just like oh I'm at work uh, what time are we getting out of what, what time are we going to be done it's like we're happy to see each other when we get to work we go early a lot of times <laughs> I'm, I'm on set before my call time half the time I'm in my, just wake me up I'm in my trailer sleep cause, and we go in and watch each other's scenes because we want to see what Lloyd did we're not in that but we, hey oh, I gotta go see that oh Cliff on the show this week oh I'm gonna go see that I gotta watch that scene mm-hmm. and it's not like that on a lot of sets you're like oh they doing their thing I'm in the trailer bro I'm off. I'm not. I'm you know. I'm here to work and I'm here to go home. But this particular show is one of those shows. It, it's just a, it's a fun nice. show to be on. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, well that's said. That's, that's well said. No, no. Uh, so let's talk about some other projects projects that you have. Uh, you have a, a film on Netflix called Crew. Uh, tell us about that. Crew is uh, produced by my boy, uh, directed by my my friend Alton Glass, my boy uh, Courtney, uh, Courtney Triggs, and all of them. You know. Mm-hmm. They gave my first producer credit on it. I was so happy to do that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, they sat in my living room and we all got it out. We went and got the cast and everything. So that movie's actually really, really good. You know what I'm saying? It's really good. I went and got some of my close friends. I went and got Keith Robertson and Rich T. Jones. They went and got Sammy and, and a few other cats. You know what I'm saying? They were the singer? To do it. 
Yeah. Okay. And, you know, when I read it, I was like, hey, I could see Keith doing this. They was like, well, Twan, you know, we we kind of offering you the movie. You know what I'm saying? But give us some names of some other people. I said, no, listen, it's not about, I'm an actor's actor. I think I'll do Eric. Let me do E.T. I got the perfect person for this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and sure enough, full circle, it came. But the movie's great, man. I mean, it's, it's a good message. It's, it doesn't put everybody in a, a bad light. It's one of those movies where everybody always talk about the stereotypes that it gives black men and they see us in a light where we only gangsters and we only this so we only robbers or drug dealers and none of our characters are that they're all professional men they all have kids they all have problems they all you know but they're in a different light you know what I'm saying but they still go through the same struggles as everybody else but it's a good positive you know outcome and the message that it delivers and it's about friends and stuff that happens within friends and but overall, it's a really good movie. We won a lot of awards for it. Mm-hmm. I want to interject right there because they actually, one of the writers, um, Oliver Otley, yeah, Oliver, he's yeah. from the Virgin Islands. And so they actually premiered it before it aired on BET. They premiered it in the Virgin Islands. So we got to see it in the theaters. And when I mean the response in, t- in, in the theaters, people were crying. Yeah. Wow. And it was such a powerful film. So, oh. you know, I, I, I know uh, Greg Clarity. Um, yep. So I told him, like, I saw, I saw the movie and, like, Tuned in when it got on BT, told everybody about it. It's an amazing film, so kudos yeah, to you guys cool. on that. It's on Netflix now. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. Like, everybody been hitting me up on all my, <laughs> my social media. Like, man, that's a really good movie, man. Mm-hmm. You guys did a good a good job. So that's what's up, I'm man. Congrats on that. Tell us about Fade Away. Fade Away is a movie. It's got so many people in that movie. I don't even know where to start. Damon, Emilio, uh, Rivera. Rivera. Mm-hmm. It's oh my god. Yeah, so many people. So many people in that movie. Um, but Antoine Smith directed it, mm-hmm. and Omar Gooden's in the movie. It's just too many people to name that's in that movie. But that's a really, really good movie. It's about a, a basketball player that's in college and how his life changes from where he gets he gets an injury and he has to take care of his mom. So he has this, do he you know rehab this knee mm-hmm. and come back, but life problems are hitting him, or do mm-hmm. he hit the street and one of his friends like a big peer pressure? And it's a true story. Based on a true story, <clears throat> the guy who produced the movie is his is his story. Him mm-hmm. and his friend, he had got hurt and started uh, selling drugs, but he knew when to get out. His friend was like, "Man, we balling. We got so much money, man. We gonna flip it and do this." And he was like, "Man, I'm out." When he got out, his friend got killed right after that. You know what I'm saying? On the last, like the last big hoorah that they were supposed to do, but he got out. So it's kind of a tribute to him. Mm-hmm. But it's a that's a really good one too. I don't know out? when it's okay. I don't know when it's coming out. I heard last I heard they were shopping it. Okay. And, um, you know, it was with different people. I heard Master P has something to do with it over at uh, some network, that either New Line or something like that. You had to deal with them. But they haven't given us an actual release date. They just said sometimes next year. Okay. And right. you are a very busy man because you also have Checkmate with Danny Glover and Sean Austin. Yep. And That's a good one. When's that come out? That just came out on okay. DVD okay. about two weeks ago, actually. Gotcha. That's a pretty good uh, movie, too, uh, you know, directed by one of my good friends. So I'm like... That is uh, Tim Woodward. Tim Woodward Jr. He directed it, but they got a, they have a really big deal with. It's a lot of overseas stuff that they do. Oh, overseas money. Yeah, it's a lot of overseas stuff. So they deal with those kind of. I wouldn't say superheroes, but those action dudes. You know, they Mm -hmm. do those. They beating up people. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Martial arts. Yeah, they like to do. They they deal with a lot of those those people. Mm -hmm. Stevens. I think Steven Seagal and Kevin Bacon or some is like their company. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But. They put a lot of stuff out, but they just kind of hit me up. Uh, Tim was my friend and director, and he hit me up like, I got the perfect character for you. And I wanted to do it because it's something totally different than what I've always done. I'm always the nice, funny guy, cool, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, yeah. 
jock, whatever, but this character, I'm evil. I'm a mm-hmm. bank robber. I'm the dude that they're negotiating with to try to talk us to come out the bank when we rob the bank. I'm mm-hmm. trying to kill the pregnant girl. I'm cutting people back open and throwing them out the hostages <laughs> like I'm crazy in, in yeah. this one. So that was fun for me to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Two other questions. Uh, you mentioned uh, you got your first producing credit. Will you be producing more? Yes. I'm okay. trying to produce a movie right now called Elise. We're still looking for um, a little bit more funding for right. it. You know, we got it in a couple of people's hands right now, but... They checks keep bouncing, so you know we it's just the whole <laughs> shop money, it around, huh? shop it around, shop it around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we got a lot of good people attached to the project, so yeah, I'm trying to get that one done. And there's a show that I wrote myself for um, an hour drama. It's called Epidemic. It's about an HIV clinic. You know okay. what I'm saying? Nice. So it's kind of like a Grey's Anatomy meets Crash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like something like that. I'm trying to trying to do something a little bit different. You okay. know what I'm yeah. saying? But I, I you know, I, I noticed one thing that whenever anybody <clears throat> does a show or episode about HIV and AIDS it's the highest rated for that season so I said well why not just do a whole series about it smart <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah, and, yeah. and so I, what I did was I went to Atlanta and I worked in uh, AID Atlanta which was the um, you know the, the clinic out there just as a you know pro research bono, just, yeah. to, just to try to research they mm-hmm. didn't even know I was an actor I just went worked 30 days there just got they didn't know who you were they didn't even know who I was wow. so it was cool the lady was so mean to me and everything <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool I just went in just kind of did some research then I finally told him who I was and then the guy showed me around okay this is this this and this so it gave me a bunch of research about it and, uh, cool. after a whole lot of research I was doing because I wasn't a writer it's just that I kept trying to get people to write it for me and they kept saying oh man I'm so busy I got this I got this I got that and then yeah. I said you know what let me just try and do it myself and yeah. once I started flowing, and it just kind of like everything just started happening. You introduce yourself to different characters, and you see them, and you know what I'm saying? And you, you know the dialogue between them and everything, but I think it would be a good power. I wrote like six episodes on it so far, so I'm just nice. in, a, in the process of still pitching it. Okay. Final question before we go into predictions. So you've been in the game for damn near almost 20 years, um, yet we've never seen you on TMZ. We've never seen you in tabloids. You know, is that Trouble Teen or what, what's um, – how have you managed to stay out the spotlight? <laughs> Actually, I was on TMZ in 2010. I went to prison in 2010. Okay. And I had a big federal case that was all on <laughs> CNN, and it was – Well, I knew that one, but I just – I was trying not to go there, but for for majority of your career, you've done a great job at just really truly being an actor and not being out, you know, in the spotlight, you know, well, as far as the clubs and my life is different. When I was younger, I think when I first started at like eighteen, like from eighteen to twenty one, I was kind of burnt out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know, Herb the Entertainment Specialist. That's my boy. I live out here. He mm-hmm. had us at a club every night at this. We had this red carpet, that red carpet. And I think, by, you know, I didn't drink, smoke, or nothing. I just was a basketball player. So by me being an athlete, that didn't really excite me. You know, it was like everybody else was having fun because they was drinking and they was partying. And I was just kind of looking at everybody like, y'all stupid. Sober. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking cranberry juice. <laughs> you know, so I think after a while, I was just kind of burnt out from it. So it wasn't my life that's not what you know i like to do i like to go to comedy clubs or lounges and you know i wasn't really a club head so it kind of you know and then i know a lot of people always say oh man you need to get out and network we're networking we're doing this we're networking we're at this red carpet we had jamie fox house we over here we and i just was like if it's not gonna get me a job you're losing money going, going to this stuff. Crazy. I'm paying for parking. I got to yeah. pay for gas. Get I live clothes. in the IE. <laughs> I can't wear the same thing twice. I need something carpet. new. People talking about my clothes. Yeah. 
It's like, so to me, it was kind of more of a, you know, I just kind of stayed away from everything, and, and I'm glad I did, but even still staying away from everything, when I caught my case in 2010, I hadn't, I, now, don't get me wrong, I'm not a saint. I've done a whole lot of stuff back in the day that I didn't get called for, and I'm blessed that I hadn't got called for that. <laughs> but this particular time, I didn't do nothing. So it was kind of like, and, and, and what it was was when you start doing what we do, you have an X on your back. Now, if I would have got caught doing, you know, whatever that was in California, it mm-hmm. would have been no problem. But it was in New York. Mm-hmm. And in New York, the spotlight is different. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, yeah. it's really totally different. So, like I said, just two people end up knowing each other, and they called me on a three-way one time. They had their own thing going on. Then one person called me six months later asking for that person's number, and I was trying to be nice. I don't give out people numbers. Let me call him and give him yours. I did that. Next thing I know, I'm getting talked to that I'm in the middle and I'm the connection. And I had no idea what the well, hell they, they, uh, they, they did. And then what they did was they pulled something up on me back when I was 17 years old. Okay. Mm. I had a fake ID in California. Legitimate, though. Mm. And huh? I had a legit fake ID. Like when I was 16, 17, I started doing music. So I had an ID to say I was 21 to go to the club. But instead of it just being a fake one that somebody made, I actually had to go to the DMV. Put your finger fingerprint on the thing, and they sent it in the mail in two weeks. Because I still look ten, <laughs> sixteen. So yeah. nobody believed in me, but it was the actual ID. Because you know they could put it under the blue light yeah. and stuff like that. So when we was touring, I was the youngest in the group, and that's the way that I could perform and get paid. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So when I did that, I hadn't seen that ID since I was twenty. When I turned twenty-one, I hadn't seen that ID or nothing. But when I caught that case, it was similar to what they were doing. They was doing some old social security stuff that they had going on, and then they happened to pull up that ID. And what two forms of ID do you need to get a state ID? Social Social security. Security. Birth certificate. I had no idea. So in the federal system, it works a little bit different. They do what you call conspiracy. Conspiracy is if you have any type of knowledge of it. And if if anybody Uh in the jury could believe that you had some type of knowledge of it, you could be facing five years for nothing. Wow. wow. So uh, that's why they're trying to change that law right now. And I was just sitting back like floored, like, what the hell do I do? That's the first time I haven't done nothing. Man, I've done a whole lot of dirt. Jesus. <laughs> Let's learn. Just, just give him the Jesus. number next time. I didn't get called. But, you know, <laughs> once you do what we do, you have an X on yeah. your back. And yeah. it's right. just the best to just try to just, you know, just stay working and keep doing what you're doing. Because, you know, like you said earlier, what come, come, you know, what you do in the dark going to come out in the light. light. Exactly. And Warner Brothers and everybody knew once they went to my case and they found out, he really didn't do nothing. Yeah. But sometimes you just get caught up. Mm-hmm. And that's why I work. The minute I got out of prison, I went right back to work because everybody knew what it was. They knew the circumstances, you know what I'm saying? But my track record is really good. I don't have any problems with anybody I work with. I'm on time. I come do a good job. It's never, no, never mind with me. You know what I'm saying? Professional. Professional with everything you do. Okay, and we know you have to go, so we're going to wrap this up. Let's go into predictions really quickly. Uh... After bus predictions. The prediction. Mm-hmm. Who's got one eye? Huh? Um, okay, so I think that Lloyd is going to find out about Vic and his ex-wife, wife, whatever she is. Um, but not from Vic. And I think they're going to have a little blowout. I think it'll smooth over eventually, but I do mm-hmm. think they're going to have a huge blowout. And I think that may, might push Lloyd to kind of get back with his crazy wife, ex-wife, whatever she is. Mm. Okay, that's a good one. Anyone else? Somebody. No prediction here. No. Um, no. 
you kind of he kind of alluded to something. Yeah. So I'm just gonna be happy that we got some inside scoop, and I'm not gonna <laughs> give a prediction. All right, but I, I do want to give a shout out to Adult Swim, the network who's Yay! responsible shout for this out. number one show. They brought us the they brought us just a cool box of gifts. You have a black uh, Jesus bobblehead. We have some Adult Swim socks. Toast. Some toast, some toast. and um, and t shirt. So I got my t shirt on. <laughs> on um, so right thank you so much, thank you so much, Adult Shout Swim. Adult Swim. Uh, we want to thank Mr. Antoine Twi- uh, Antoine Tanner. Let everyone know where you can be found on social media. Uh, they can find me on Instagram at Antoine Tanner twenty two fourteen. It's A N T W O N, not A N T W A. You might find somebody else page. So and my Twitter is at Antoine underscore Tanner. Okay. Yeah, and uh, you can find me at I am more fire on everything. <laughs> Jimmy V at be your own dad Instagram and Twitter, and you can find me on all social media at Janisha underscore Miss Vi. And you can find me on all social media at Bam Erickson. Also, for you James Bond fan, there's a new video game that I'm actually a character. I play Agent uh, uh, Agent Khalid. So you guys can download it on uh, Android and. Uh, Android and iPhones and uh, check out the James Bond video game and you will see me. Uh, so we want to thank you guys again for tuning in to AfterBuzz nice. TV for Black Jesus. We want to thank our special guest, my man, Mr. Antoine Tanner. Thank you guys so much and we'll see you guys next week. Yes, yes. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.